Good morning, listeners. Welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. It is now day 192 since we came back on the air. Remember a few weeks ago when I talked about making peanut brittle? Well, Dr. Clark and I finally got around to making it. So today our radio show is going to be about making peanut brittle. I'm doing the cooking part, and Dr. Clark is doing the smarty pants explainy part. We call it teaching. Right. She's doing the science lesson behind what we are doing. For our recipe today, you will need sugar, corn syrup. You're stealing my lines. I'm doing the recipe. You are doing the science. Sorry. Go ahead. You will need two cups of sugar, half granulated monosaccharide, half a cup of water, dihydrogen monoxide, a cup of peanuts, arrakis hypogea, baking soda, sodium bicarbonate, and vanilla extract. Vanilla planifolia. Right. So we did ours in a pan over an open flame. I remember doing it in a science class using tinfoil and Bunsen burners, but this time we used one of our cooking pots on the grate over our fire pit outside. Start by dissolving the sugar into the water over low heat. Are you going to make that scientific? No need. That sounded good. And then you have to get it boiling. I can explain what's going on as the sugar solution is cooking. Sugar is a molecule made up of a chain of smaller units called saccharides. Different forms of these chains have different properties and different names. The kind of sugars found in fruit are called fructose. The sugars in milk are called lactose. What we think of as normal sugar is sucrose. In heating the solution, we are actually splitting the sucrose molecules into the forms of fructose and glucose. You are also concentrating it by boiling off some of the water, creating a supersaturated solution. You want your temperature to reach 150 degrees Celsius, which is 300 Fahrenheit. Then we added the vanilla and the peanuts. After letting it gently boil for a little while, we removed it from the heat and added the baking powder, which made it foam up a lot. What's happening there is that there are acids in our sugar solutions that are reacting to the sodium bicarbonate. Baking soda. Reacting with the baking soda. Remember as a kid when you made a volcano out of vinegar and baking soda? It's the same principle. The bubbles are important because that is what gives peanut brittle that lovely crunch. While it was all foamy, we poured it onto a greased pan to let it set. It took forever to cool down. I have no patience for letting things cool. I'm the one who always ends up burning themselves on the fresh cookies because I just can't wait to try them. But we successfully let it cool down and then broke it into pieces. Just like our no-bake cookies, the peanut brittle didn't last long around my roommates. It was delicious, though, wasn't it? It was. Now, as simple as this recipe is, there are a number of things that can go wrong. First of all, if you don't get your temperature high enough for long enough, it's not going to harden. If this is the case, you'll end up with caramel instead of brittle. If you don't get your timing right with your baking soda and put it in too early or too late, your CO2 bubbles won't be formed right, and that will affect your texture as well. And that's about it. Making peanut brittle is so simple. I love it so much. I hope, dear listeners, that you come across enough sugar that you can make it too. I wonder why I didn't think about making it over the holidays. It's such a good holiday treat. My grandmother used to make peanut brittle in the middle of the summer for me. It might actually have been the first thing that I learned how to cook with her. It's amazing how the smell of something can bring you back to a certain time and place. Did you know that your olfactory system is the strongest memory trigger? Is that your sense of smell? I think I heard that once. It is amazing how a smell can stir up emotions that way. I remember once at my aunt's house, she used tea tree oil on her skin. I knocked over a bottle of it in her bathroom, and the smell never seems to go away. Now, whenever I smell tea tree oil, like in a candle shop or something, I think of my aunt's pink and white bathroom.
That's what the smell of cooking sugar does for me. It transports me back to that country kitchen with my grandmother. It's a warm and fuzzy feeling. That's great. I just associate it with my most memorable science lesson. Probably because we got to eat what we made that day. Thanks for making it with me, Dr. Clark, and doing today's peanut brittle broadcast. Listeners, I hope you do get to make fun treats once in a while, as we do. Take care of each other. <laughs>